is the World Outline Podcast number three. My name is Adam Curry. I am the user. He is my co-host. He's the developer. He's Dave Weiner. Uh, number three. Yeah. Num- number three, yeah. And, Wait, what will you call it when we get to number nine? Niner. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> no, the other question I had, this is what was really urgent, um, was can we get a song like at the beginning, you know? I really like the song that you have at the beginning of um, uh, No Agenda podcast. It's not really a song. It's like a it's like a jingle. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I'll uh, I'll find some term. Right? I'll, I'll find yeah I'll I'll find something that that estab- oh. establishes us. Or just get started. You know, yeah. maybe it doesn't have to get established yet. Yeah. But, um, well, we're rolling. Yeah. So we're recording now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just wanted to get my objection on the record because I called you before and you didn't record it. So. Uh, we're always recording these, right? Yes, that, yeah. that, that's the the best way to do it. I just, uh, you know, I hadn't had time to hit record. Oh, no problem. Um, and my software will always work and never crash. Exactly. <laughs> so this was uh, about, um, I didn't necessarily put a bug report in, but I put an incorrect. See, that should have been a bug report. That was my first, as I was reading it, I was going, well, why did I never get a bug report on this, you know? Mm. In other words, first I'm hearing you're already writing a how-to explaining for people how to deal with this shit, right? Which is a good impulse, but it's way too early in the process to do that because we don't have a conclusion. We don't know what actually was the takeaway from the... We know you had a bad experience, right? Yeah. And and let's just say at this point, you know, we actually know what the bad experience was. But at this point, we didn't know, right? Correct. Or you didn't know, right? Yeah. So. No. Tell a story about what happened, what you saw. So um, yesterday I was uh, updating a route uh, mm-hmm. in my World Outline server. And, uh, you mean like getting new code? and Yeah, just putting a, putting some new content up. I see. You were updating, meaning you were adding content. Adding content, yes. Uh, okay. And it was actually it was important because it was uh, Mickey had just done a new picture for MickeySees.com, which runs on my World Outline server, mm-hmm. and she wanted to tweet about it. And uh, so and she has a fair amount of followers. So um, the way my server was, uh, you know, when when a tweet, when she sends out a tweet, you know, the bots fire up and lots of people get interested. And sometimes I got to watch the server. And so um, I get it up and she tweets and boom, the server crashes. But like the, the OPML editor quits and it starts up again and it would run for a couple seconds and then quit and then start up again. I'm like, wow, this is mm-hmm. something I haven't Something's seen wrong, before. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, Seriously I, wrong. Yeah. I, yeah, I've seen it quit and it's been under stress and, um, I'm surprised it quit that to me, but it, it's, it, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. I thought it would hang. I thought you told me it hung. actually, didn't you say that it froze? It would freeze and then quit. Uh, how long would it stay frozen before it quit? Five to ten seconds. Okay. So I'd, ne- right. I'd never seen this before. Let me ask you another question. How many times did you see it do this? It was continuous. It just went... But how many, what's the number of times that you saw 20, it? 20 times. So you were just looping over this thing, hoping it would go away and restarting and seeing the same thing happen over and over and over and over again. Correct. Right? Yeah. Okay. That's good. I got the picture. Right. So at this point, I'm in like mini panic mode. I'm like, okay, calm down. When did this all happen? La- last night around 1130. And you didn't post anything to the site till this morning. Uh, you went to sleep with your server like this. 
No, no, no. I, I all of this. Uh, oh, you fixed it by dragging the file out and yeah, back running. Yeah, the, I I didn't get it back up and running until like one thirty this morning. Sorry, I shouldn't interrupt. Yeah, go ahead. There's more to the story then. Right. So I went through my uh, the the only steps I know um, that are kind of things that doesn't hurt anyway to do, which is mm-hmm. save copies of uh, of certain root databases. Yes. Um, and I looked at the World Outline Stats database. Uh, yeah. it, it it was pretty large, uh, one yeah. and a half gigabytes. So I said, yeah, what the hell? I'll uh, I'll save a copy of that, and that didn't change anything. Then I did all of config.root, uh, same result, and I also did members.root, uh, since there's a lot of world outline data stored in there. I think, you know, I don't know. You, know, you never know. Yeah, sure. And, no, that's a real database with real data in it. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and I was able to successfully, although I, there was one step that I didn't mention, the only way I could do that is when I would restart the OPML editor, I had, within, I had like two seconds to go choose... Work offline. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, you know what? I was wondering about that. Yeah, because <laughs> how would you keep it from opening? So, what happened when you tried to save copy the the, the database that was causing all the problems? You uh, didn't try save copy that. Yeah, I did. I did a save copy on that. No, you were able to open it. No, that's the problem. You you shouldn't have been able to open it. Yeah, I was able to open it. Oh, interesting. I didn't root around in it. I only opened the window. Okay. All right. Well, there's more data. Um, you were you weren't able to save copy it, were you? Yes. And you were actually the the file you sent me was the thing that the result of save copy. No, it, no, no. That was the original, the one that was. Oh. The one that. Uh, no. Okay. Now I'm really confused. So when you did the save copy, what's the name of the file again? I forget. Do- domain stats. Domain stats dot root. Right. Okay. So you did the save copy of domain stats dot root. Mm-hmm. And first thing I noticed, it did not really shrink in size. Okay. But did your server run when you did that? Yes. Oh. Okay. Oh, you uh, well, it, no, it it would then quit again. Same behavior. Yes. The same behavior persisted across a save copy. Yes. Well, then you should have sent me a copy of that file. In other words, the one the, the, you sent me the wrong file. Because what you just told me now mm-hmm. contradicts what I posted. Because, and I, you see, this is a good thing we had the call because, I mean, I don't know that we necessarily have to get right to the bottom of this one mm-hmm. because it may still turn out to be cosmic rays. But you just told me it wasn't cosmic rays now. Because if it survived, if the problem survived to save copy, it means there's a bug somewhere. Ooh. That it's not just a random bad bit. Because a save copy really does clean up a file. Once it's been saved copied, it's it's good. It doesn't have any cosmic ray effects at that point. You know, that's why we like to save copy, right? You know? Yeah. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> Unless you'd like to change your story. No. We still have a problem. <laughs> no. Uh... I mean, this is a lot like being a lawyer, right? I mean, you know, trying to get to the bottom of this. We're going through discovery. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Um, but we're we're being friendly here. It's not like we're adversaries or anything. Right. Let me, I'm just looking to see if I, what copies I have. Because, of course, 
At yeah, this, this is going to be hard to piece together which yeah, one. Yeah, and, right? and at this point... Let's just save this for another day. What we're going to do now is we're going to watch... What are we going to watch for? Well, we're going to watch for um, problems with this particular file in case it does turn out it has something to do with the data, mm-hmm. which I would have said at the beginning of this call was virtually impossible. But um, now I'm beginning to think, you know... I mean, I've, I've re- you know, I did a, I, I did a review of the file. Okay. I mean, I know what's in that database mm-hmm. and, um, and it's a, it's doing things that are like way, way best practice for years and years. So we have a lot of experience running databases that store information the way this database is working. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's virtually, I mean, I don't have any experience with that format causing problems. And that's saying a lot because, you know, I've been running this for many years, right? Yeah. So usually when there are problems, you know, I know what kinds of problems the software has. Calendar structures of, with, you know, real, how big are your tables in that database, by the way? How many elements are in there? In the domain stats.root? Have, have you looked through the file ever? Yeah, probably about 400 uh, top top level tables for domain stats.root. Yeah, that's not a lot of elements for a table. You know, if you were getting up into 20,000 elements, then I'd say, well, you know, that's not a good situation. Right. Um, but it's still not anything that would cause the kind of lockup that you were describing. Um, that's very unusual. That, that If that happens, that means there's a format error in the file somewhere. To get that title loop, see script. If it's script code that's doing infinite loop, mm-hmm. the the computer's not going to lock up because it has a fair amount of overhead for the UI. In other words, it'll give time to the UI all the time, so you, you won't see things like um, the freeze that you saw. Right. You know that that can only be caused by C code. It's in a really tight loop. It's never going to end. So, so taking what you've told me about the uh, about the database being bad, is this something that can degrade over time? No, it's just it's a it's a binary thing. That's how files work. It's not like a car. You know what I mean? You know, car engine uh, wears down, and you know the pistons need to be cleaned and grind regrinded and shit mm. like that. This isn't like that. I okay. mean, it's it's a <coughs> if it's a an important bit that got flipped, then you'll see the crash immediately. Right. If it's not an important bit, you'll probably never see the crash. Okay. You know? I mean, they're really, usually these files are 100% perfect. You know? I mean, the other thing to be concerned about possibly is that you're on some bad hardware, but this probably is on Rackspace or, or, um, yeah. or Amazon. It's on Rackspace. Rackspace, yeah. Yeah, so you don't even have the first clue about the hardware. You're probably no. running different hardware every day. You know, yeah, it could be. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have no idea how that shit works. It just sort of works. But um, what is nice is that the server has never run as fast. Yeah. Well, there've been some serious improvements to the algorithms, and in, in the last release, things really. You know, I was a I was ready to do a lot of sort of major cuts, and I did them, and it did result in it being, I, I found that, um, you know, I can easily point to things in my world outline now on Twitter, you know, cause 
you know, that same effect happens to me. You know, the flood of bots come in right after you post. Right. And this server can handle it now. So, so yeah, so it really can. It really makes can. a huge difference. Yeah. Now the ways I can use it makes me really want to hurry up and get all the sort of UI things dialed in and ready to go too, right? Yeah. So I kind of wanted to talk with you about that too. I have some ideas about how to proceed on this. Okay. <clears throat> and, and, a, and a really sort of fundamental question that I'm grappling with um, in terms of how the templates work. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's the sort of the next sort of big question and how this thing, I mean, it's not so much how they work because that's pretty, pretty well established, um, you know, in terms of, you know, macros and glossaries and substitutions, you know, those are all pretty much set and they work nicely. And, uh, you know, I don't have any plans to change how those things work. You know, they, they work. I, I tried to do something the other day where I wanted to, create a macro, I mean, a glossary entry for a set of rules? Yeah, no, none of that stuff has been worked out yet. Okay. Right. In other words, uh, well, that will that'll be a function of order of evaluation, right? I mean, um, in other words, you want to include some rules in a glossary entry, right? Is that what yeah, you're exactly. So I can just type a glossary entry for either a template yeah, or for well, rules. Let's put that on the list for things to look at after I get through with this one. Okay. That's a, that's a fine detail that does need to be taken care of. You know, the individual elements are there, right? You got the, wouldn't it be nice if a macro could return that, right? Right. Well, on the other hand, wouldn't it be nice if you put a macro inside of a glossary entry? Right. Well, one of those things you're not going to be able to do, not unless you want to like have it looping all day to try to evaluate a page. You know, something's going to have to happen before something else. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, that's something to do carefully. Right now, it's absolutely no care has been put into it at all. I have no idea what the um, priority of those things are because I haven't worried about that yet. Okay. But it's a good. It's a good point. Will you try to remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll remember. <laughs> I'm not likely to forget it, but it's. Um, but in terms of you know its priority. Uh, so yeah. So um, here's okay. So what I'm more or less decided that I'm going to do is something. I think we talked about this once before. Not in a podcast though. Um, was. Um, that there would be a command in the world outline website menu called templates. Mm-hmm. And it'd be right alongside glossary and it would work very much like glossary. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you click on the command and a window opens in your outliner and there's, a, um, I don't know, 10 entries at the top level. And each one of them is the name of a node type. And underneath each one of those is the template for that node type. Okay. Right. And and there's one extra one called main, which is your main template. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's nice about this is that if, well, we were to add another node type, it would just simply fit right in. Right, right? in there. Yep. Yeah. And so now there just is one sort of fundamental question. Oh, there, there are several. So one of the problems with this kind of system is that let's say you haven't made any changes to the template for a given node type. Right? It's easy to imagine. I mean, you know, you, you probably never put a code 
you know, object in any of your outlines. Maybe you will someday, but, you know, whatever. It's kind of nice to have it there. But what happens if you were to delete that, okay? I mean, it's an outline. You can delete the, uh, um, you know, anything. You can, you can delete anything in that. And you were to save it, okay? What am I supposed to do about that? Um, what does that mean? I'm not understanding the question. Mm, okay. Um, well, try to visualize this. Let me, you know, you, 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 you're in the world outline website, you mm-hmm. click on the template command and the outline window opens mm-hmm. and it's got the node types at the top. So that would be like, you know, outline blog post directory. Um, what are all the, you know, mm-hmm. how to, uh, to, uh, tabs. I'm trying to think of all the different picture thumb lists, right? Right. Okay. And then underneath each of those is the template material, right? The actual uh, source of the template. The template. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Can you visualize that now? Yes. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And you make a change to one of them and you click the save button. And now when you look at a, you know, let's say you changed a thumb list. That's something you have done, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Then, um, then when you look at a thumb list, it would look different, right? Yeah. Edit the template. Sure. Right. Let's say now you deleted the thumb list. Ah, okay, right. Thumb list and deleted it. Right. What what am I supposed to do then? Ah, this doesn't work. Right, because you can't just have thumb list not work anymore. That's correct. Right. Nobody would ever want that. I mean, it wouldn't be. Like, okay, I need to find a, an interpretation of this that makes sense because the user deleted it. He must want me to do something. What is it that he wanted me to do? It's impossible to know because it probably was done by accident. Right. That's probably why this won't work, actually. Mm. You know? I mean, it's, it, not just, it's not just that. Let me give you another, because I know we had talked about this, and I just sort of wanted to surface out what the problems are with this. Cause that's sort of the theme of the podcast anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. So try to open up the process. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, the other one is this, and I'm sure you've, you've had, we've, we've, we've had to deal with this already. Um, you know, there's been a change made to the software and the default template. Now it doesn't matter if it's the main template or if it's one of the node types, any template, that template has the default template, the version that comes with the software has changed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, um, the question is, do I update your template? Do I override it with my template? And the answer is no, of course I don't. Because you had the right to change that template. Mm-hmm. Right? And therefore... What if you had changed it, and I'd be up, I'd be overriding your changes? That that would be like, uh, you know, it would be like Apple updating the Mac OS and changing the contents to one of your Word files or something. <laughs> right, right. No, well, sorry, but that's my file. You can't do that, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Okay, so that's kind of a no-brainer. Except for this, what if you haven't changed the template? What if you've never even been aware that there was a template there? In other words, you're just using the software and, you know, you're not a geek. I mean, I use lots of software like that, you know, like Google Apps. They have a spreadsheet. I use it once every year or something, right? Right. 
maybe twice a year. It's useful, but I, and if they have templates in there, I have no idea where they are. And if I ever stumbled over them, I would hit the back button right away because I really can't be bothered, right? Right. So for that person, why shouldn't I update their template? Right. I should. It seems to me that I should. And therefore, I, I need whatever it is that I do has to, it has to make sense for both those things to happen. Right. So, you, but you, and you, <clears throat> um, well, presumably in the second case, it wouldn't break anything. Right. But how would, how would I know mm. and, and that he hadn't edited it? Right. Which the first case is, is the complicated one. No, I can't do anything if he's edited it. That's not complicated at all. I have to stand back. <coughs> okay. No. All right. You know, I mean, I'm not going to have... Uh, yeah. So the... I, I mean, I think I know which way you would you would um, like to see it done. I, I would like it the same way. I like the thing that I described. And I don't mind if the software were to break... If I deleted, you know, the no type for something, you know, no, it seems it seems like uh, the two things that would be obvious is uh, restore to default, which is kind of yeah. that maybe uh, a programmer's, you know, like parachute that he puts in there for people, which I kind of like. I, I, let me ask you, how many times do you ever click on that button in any software? Uh, it's happened definitely a couple times. I know, but is it really a good idea to design software around that? It's such a horrible thing to do. Yeah. I mean, it's something you don't, I mean, it's a question of also support too, right? Right. If, you know, what do you tell somebody to do in a situation? like If, I, if I've said, you know, hit the restore to default button, I mean, I'm kind of abandoning them, right? <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if I could do restore minimally, you know, do the least amount that you, all right, I, you know what, I'm confused. And I'm sure that I'm doing nothing but confusing you. Or just yeah, no, any- no, not at, not at all, not at all. Oh, okay. So you talk, I'll listen. Well, the, the the thing I was, I'm already moving in the other direction. I'm thinking, so I want to be able to in that templates menu, I want to clone, so that I can have a thumb list, um, for specific route that, that I want to customize only that. I don't want necessarily. Oh, of course, and that would be no problem. That would be, yeah. that would work. I have another, I have an idea. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, Go no, that, that was the thing that sprung to mind immediately. You got it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, of course. I mean, that that's the whole point. What about, you know, this is something that we've not explored. I'm not used this at all in design. <clears throat> what if I had a folder on your hard drive Mm-hmm. I mean, on, on the hard drive of the author, okay, you know, in the, say, the guest databases folder. So I'm going to put it in a really geeky place, mm-hmm. right? And the idea is that by putting in the geeky place, I'm very clearly signaling that this is something that a geeky user would be interested in, but keep it far away from people who might accidentally delete things they're not supposed to delete. Got it. If I put something in a, in a sufficiently geeky place, you would expect bad things to happen if yeah. you threw away. Well, no, that, that always works very well with me. Like even last night, I was like, okay, ops data files. Hmm. Right. You know, so that's telling me a lot just by those two names. 
What does it tell you, by the way? I was curious about it. That you you seem to conclude something about that folder, and I'd like to know what that is. Yeah, ops is operations. So this is the uh, it's kind of like the engine room. There's yeah. there's stuff in there. There's engine room stuff mm-hmm. and data files. Like okay, so that's where all the data is stored, and I figure that's where stuff is. And I open it up, and oh okay, lo and behold, that's where stats data is is kept. Yeah, mostly the things in ops slash data are are things you can throw away for the most part. I mean, there are things there, you know, I mean, for a convention like that to be told true all the time, it would have had to be something we figured out very early, but it wasn't. So, but these days, the things that I put in that folder are generally things that you can trash if you want to. Okay. They're just, you know, and um, ops in general is like that. I mean, it's... Um, it's all the backups go there, and uh, um, right. you know, if you go, it's an interesting thing to poke to to go drill around inside of. You know, it's like everything. Every time you update a part, mm-hmm. I back up the previous copy right in the uh, updates folder there, and you can go back there and see the history of where the work's been done. I actually find that very interesting. Yeah, and, oh, I can go back to two thousand eight. Yeah, and I shipped that too, by the way, in the. Uh, in the folder, in the oh, shipping folder. Cool. It, I update that copy just like you update yours, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and so all that's contained in the in the so you know in the folder that everybody gets. So there's it's kind of I mean I always like to you know distribute backups. It could be that one of these copies is the only one that makes it into the future. You right, know, so right. Everything you know can't hurt. Mm-mm. So anyway, so. Um, so, okay, so yeah, let's say there's a folder in guest databases slash ops, and that's called world outline. Okay. Mm-hmm. And underneath that is um, a folder called uh, uh, templates. Mm-hmm. And underneath that are n files named, um, you know, Thumblist.opml, uh, tabs.opml, blogpost.opml, mm-hmm. okay? And, um, and you would drop in, and that's where you drop new ones in, or? Yeah, and if you deleted one, I'd just replace it. I just, I, I, I would keep the, the version copy. It doesn't matter where I keep it, mm-hmm. you know? This should, you know, things float back and forth very easily between the server and the workstation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I also have ways of updating the workstation too. So, you know, I can get new things out there very easily. And now I don't have to um, worry so much. Um, this might be. I you know I have to let this stuff sort of. But you under the thing the thing I got here is that you have looked in that folder, yeah. and it doesn't seem like a dangerous does seem like a dangerous place to you no no it's a it's a very happy place it's a happy place oh my god yeah <laughs> i've got logs in here i've got uh backups i've got uh uh well that's uh in the ops folder itself is members.root you know so uh, yeah i this this to me is where i feel comfortable in this folder if that, okay. if that makes any sense. I, I feel like, okay, it's ops. I'm an operator. Uh, I, I I should know what's here. And this yeah, is... no, that's definitely for you. You know, in the role that you're playing on your own server, that's right. definitely, yeah. I mean, guess what's new here is 
I'm, I'm going to be very, I'm, I'm not sure I want to open this door for people that are working on workstations, though. I have to think about this some more. Um, I still need a place to put the templates. That's the, that's the thing that's... Um, when you uh, say you don't want to open the door for people that are working on workstations, what do you mean? What I mean is that there's no part of the user interface of this app that sends you to that place ah. if you're using it on a workstation. Right. You don't even have to know it's there. Right? Right. There's nothing in there that makes you go there. So, and in fact, in this design, I'm using that fact because I'm taking you to some new place. If you're, if you, you know, it's the kind of thing is that if I were reading in the software, oh, you have to go into the file system, look in this folder. I go, fuck that shit. I'm not doing it. Right, right. But we, but we do have. That's exactly what I want for the person who isn't really interested. On the other hand, if I'm configuring an Apache server, okay, mm-hmm. and they say, go find this folder and edit this file, <laughs> yeah. so, thank you so much for telling me where to look because otherwise I would have been, you know, staring at the screen for 18 hours right. and still wouldn't know where to go, right? right. I mean, but, but, know, but is this not something that you have a, de- a default set of, uh, of node types, a default set of templates, and if, you, if customization is in order... It's isn't it also relatively easy to open that up from the workstation? I mean, you can you can have an outline from almost anywhere open up, or will that only work if you're actually on? You have to do that work on the server itself. No, there's nothing about that. I mean, you know, the outline can go. Uh, I just don't think I'm going to go this route. Okay, because. Um, well, you know, the reason why is that this is a network-facing product, not a hard drive-facing product. I got it. And um, and I don't want you to be thinking in those terms. Uh, I want you to be, I mean, I, you know, you've already had some features you've told me that you don't feel comfortable with because it doesn't seem like the thing's in the right place, right? Uh, which, you know, rely on that feeling that you have to, to you know, because other people, or you might feel, you know, that's just too much. I can't deal with the network, you know, the stuff that's in, you know, the outliner. And now you're asking me to go look on the hard drive. And it's right, like, right. Too right. much, ready, you know. I mean, it, in a way, it would be better if, I mean, it's very cool that, that, you know, you've got the connection between the website and the outliner. I mean, that alone is a mind is a problem because it's going to feel very unusual to people, right? Right. So I, I, you know, one bit of unusual is maybe more is enough, you know. Well, these yeah. are problems I've never thought about that are actually considered to this depth. <laughs> well, this is what software is made out of, right? I mean, this is right. I mean. I, no doubt, but you've used plenty of these decisions. <laughs> oh yeah, no, of course. Right. The results of these sorts of processes is right, but it's it's the same as when I drive my car. There's a lot I don't think about. Right, I'm not thinking about why they actually put the turn signal indicator on the left hand stick. You see, I'm always thinking about stuff. Yeah, well, that's that's great. I'm, that's, but you know, it's good for. I think it's good for people to. Realize that, how much thought goes into that. I, the only thing I know about is aircraft. And aircraft, uh-huh. aircraft, there's some, there's, there's two very obvious things. 
Because, you know, in a, in a car, if you miss your turn signal, it could be bad, but, you know, you could probably get away with it. If but, you miss it, you mean if you can't find if it? If you can't find it, yeah. But in an aircraft, uh, there's a very big difference between the gear indicator and uh, and something else. And What's gear indicator? That puts your landing gear down or up. Uh, uh-huh. the, 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 the handle, uh, nice. as well as for flaps. And you have to be able to reach these very quickly, and you have to know exactly you've got the right thing. Uh-huh. Um, and you have to Because if you hit the flaps... Yeah, and you meant the landing here. You yeah. go into stall and you die. Yeah, and you can't be like looking at it. You know, which one was it? So flaps right. uh, the on every aircraft, the actual toggle for the flaps is a flat button that kind of looks like a flap, and mm. and the landing gear knob is literally a rubber wheel. <laughs> so mm. that you grasp that, it's like okay, this is a rubber wheel. That's going to be to put my my wheels down. Mm. You know, interesting. So, when did they make the decision that this is the way it would work? I don't, you know, I don't know the history of it, but I know it's been that way for a long time. I'm talking decades. It's amazing that you know in the tech industry. Um, I just read an article today, written. It was really good. Um, I didn't point to it though. Here, let me see if I think I'm looking at it right here. Come on, see, this is my browser here. Yeah, this is it. Uh, Apple started decaying before Steve Jobs' death. Okay. I just got to say, the reason I didn't point to it is because that's not what the article's about. (laughs) Right. You know, it's like, it's a really well-written article, um, and it really isn't about that. And if I pointed to it, I would get such grief, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's, you know, because it's a shitty fucking title. It is. But um, with this guy, I mean, he's talking about, uh, Mac OS X Lion, right? Mm-hmm. And um, the thing that, you know, there are obviously a lot of things wrong with Lion. And I have one computer that has it because I bought the computer after Lion and it doesn't run anything but Lion, right? Yeah, that's the Air. Yeah, I bought a new MacBook Air. And uh, by the way, you're probably going to be buying a new Mac next week, too. I think they're coming out with the uh, Retina Display Macintosh now. Nah, I'm good. You're not going to buy it? No, okay. I'm still on my 2010 MacBook Air running Ubuntu, and I'm happy. Wow. Okay. I admire you for that, but I'll tell you, when they offer... Well, anyways, the, um, the point was, this guy says it. It was like, the thing that gets me... I mean, there are a lot of things that get him, all right? Because he's seriously using it, but I don't use my laptop that much, so it's not that much in my way, and I certainly haven't set up any you know heavy-duty systems on it. But the scroll bar is all fucking wrong. Yeah, I, 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 this is a, a main complaint I've heard. Uh-huh. I don't, I mean, I don't run Lion either, by the way. Well, you, you know, I mean, I kind of wish I didn't have to. Yeah. No, I understand. Thing. I understand. And, you know, you talk about your airplane, right? I mean, the, you know, would anybody at this point conceive of switching those two switches around? Just because aesthetically it seemed to them that... They really were in opposite roles. That the uh, that the flaps really should be, you you know that the the switch that does the flaps should do the wheels. And the wheels should be done by the one that the flaps. They switch it just because it looked better with this big triangle knob. <laughs> Some idiot. Yeah. Uh, no, that's, no, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Why do they keep doing it in computers? I mean, it's like you know, I want to strangle them. Don't you have any respect for? I mean, you know, everybody. When you say this, of course, all the shitheads t- 
tell you that, uh, oh, well, you'll get used to it. But not as long as I'm using another computer, I won't. <laughs> well, it's because, uh, well, on aircraft, it's easy. It's a life or death situation. Yeah, well, I think this is kind of like that. Well, I'm not saying it's not, but it may not perceived be perceived to me, as such. It's life and death. Yeah. yeah, I understand there's a difference. Right? I mean, uh, so not really. I mean, you know, good design is good design. And it's, you know, the stakes don't matter. You, you know, it's still good or bad design. And, and, you know, you have to accept the limits of, of yeah. So what were the, besides scrolling, what are the other main grievances? Uh, uh, save as. He said the, that automatic save, auto save, not save as, automatic saving uh, is like driving them crazy because, uh, well, you just have to read it. I will point to it now. Yeah, I've, I've already got it and already found oh, it. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, well, I'm upset about this whole, the thing that I was so stupid, I'm so stupid, I, is, is you know, they're moving um, from iDisk to iCloud, yeah, I stay out of that. I yeah, I, I, oh, I, man. Are. I am getting so burned on two fronts, and I'll give them to you quickly. One is um, Mickey has always had a .Mac address. Doesn't matter what I tell her, you know, it's like, eh, I like my .Mac address. So now if she wants to continue to use her .Mac address, uh, that only works if you upgrade to iCloud, which means you have to upgrade to Lion. And, and, and of course, I don't mind doing the upgrade for her, but I know exactly what's going to happen. You know, she, Photoshop is going to work differently. Scrolling is going to work differently. She's going to go through a, a, a curve, a learning curve. And I am the guy around the house when it says it doesn't work, which of course means I can't figure it out. Uh, I've got to go help her. So no, I'm totally familiar with this right. situation. So that, I've been in it so many times. Yeah, that pisses I, I me off. I don't do support one. at home anymore. I just won't do it. It makes There's no upside in it. It makes uh, it makes my sex life better. You sure about that? Yeah, I, mean, I don't sure. want to get in bed with you. There, for okay? sure. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with you on that. Let me <laughs> scroll you, baby. Life, it, it, I'm doing the two I, finger I, scroll tonight. What's that? I'm doing the two finger scroll tonight. So, the, but the real problem <laughs> I have. I yeah. So, so here's where I really get boned. Up the up the ass. No, 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 no. Let's no, not do this. No, no, no. This is this is how how angry I am about it. So I have one file, one single file, which is an uh, XML file. Which when I was putting together my app, which is all Apple stuff, and you know, and uh, uh, and I built it in on Xcode, and it's in the App Store and everything. And so there's one file that is critical. Uh, when the app starts, it has to look, it reads this file and this file gives it tabs and tells it what order to put stuff in, which is great because I can basically change the appearance of my app outside of the app if I want to, which is what app is this? The big app show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. So I can add tabs. I can do all kinds of add feeds, whatever. And I can do it outside of the app, which is very critical, uh, which is a, a great function of this uh, framework that I use to do it. And if it can't read that file, well, then it's just going to break. So I have until June 30th to give this file, which of course I stored on iDrive and I use an iDrive URL, which we're going to break on June 30th. They're just going away. It's just not going to work anymore. And I'm screwed because the only alternative I have 
is to put this on in a different place and everyone has to update the app that I gave them, which of course no one does. Right. So, so you're going to lose all your users? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to use it all. Lose it all. I can't email them. I don't know who they are. I can't do anything other than in the app say, you know, every, every day say, hey, up, update, update, which is the most annoying thing in the world anyway. Right. So, uh, you know, big lesson on not using your own server. Well, it's so funny because they can't do a redirect. I mean, what's so hard about that? Well, yeah, if I could find someone, it'd be great, and they'd do well, it. Why do they have to break the URLs? That's what I don't understand. I, th- I, I don't even think they're going to do URLs anymore. Oh, I see. You, <laughs> At least, you know, they, I'm like, okay, how, I'm looking through all the docs. And it's like, Well, that was the point of this article, the one I'm talking about. It was talking about was, and it's the same thing. You know, there's a couple of things. There's this thing called Raspberry Pi. Have you heard about this? No. Oh, okay. Um I'm only peripherally aware of it, but I know I have to look into it. Apparently, it's a $25 PC that is the size of a credit card, and it's all open. Everything about it is open. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was really, you know. The other thing I saw, and this one, you can go to uh, techmeme.com right now, and there's an article at the top of the page by Joshua Topolsky at The Verge about... And, you know, it shows you how, how out of it I am in some ways. Um, there's this uh, Steambox, uh, sorry, Valve has the Steam Gaming Network, which is, like, huge. I've never heard of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and this story says that they're working on a gaming console with partners. They're going to go into hardware. And then you read the article, and... The reason why this this is a software company, okay, or a service company, they're running us, you know, gaming servers, mm-hmm. and is because the because Apple's coming in, and because Microsoft's clamping down on their platforms, and so because they're doing all this closing up, they're going to come out with one that's entirely open, that requires no royalties paid to the platform vendor. There's no approval process. Uh, you know, there's all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I, was, I, well, I think know. I think you and I both agree that this is the future, and that kicks that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I was reading it. Yeah, I was reading it. There's a whole other world here dealing with the same problems, and there are some powerful people in this world. And I don't know who the Raspberry Pi people are, and we got to find that out. Yeah, Raspberry Pi Pi dot org. That's correct, Raspberry Pi Pi. Yeah, and uh, I mean, for all I know, it could be like some VC. You know, I mean, they're if somebody is betting on the opposite of all of this crap, you know, um, yeah, that's the way to go. Thanks. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> it's well, like, well, let's go. But it's kind of Where like, uh, it's like uh, Ubuntu. I didn't realize until, you know, I really started using it. This is made by a, a, a for-profit company. Yeah. And they're in, you know, they're, and they have a, a an actual business model, uh, which I like. And, you know, it's it's not based on lock-in. It's based right. on making great stuff and making it work on your systems. And, you know, you'll pay for stuff if if you want a certain configuration or, you know, but in general, pff, wow. You know, yeah. I really like it. There's no reason why we can't have a PC industry like we used to have. Um, and they'll probably leave us alone because at the same time, it'll be very small. But maybe it won't. I mean, that's what this Valve thing said, you know. Maybe maybe 
the world will adjust much more quickly than we think. You know, maybe Apple people aren't that stupid. Maybe we maybe I just come in contact with all the stupid people. You know, because <laughs> <laughs> I like saw. Sorry, I'm coughing again. Um, this night news challenge. They 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 have a, a yeah, thing over right? on Tumblr. Oh yeah, I go man. That's, come on. Yeah, the, on, the only the only thing because I'm actually I'm going to talk about that on the show tomorrow and say hey go get me a grant. <laughs> I tell your guys to get you. Yeah, go go write me a grant. But you know it's only going to be for it, just looking at their website because I, I saw the link that you uh, yeah. you pointed to. Oh, there's some real money in there. Are you kidding? No, it's five million dollars. But I have the feeling that it, a lot of it's going to be well, it has to be this cool app and all this. No, no, no. You, plunky, I mean, they've been plunky. doing this for years. They're actually—I know people who've gotten half a million dollars out of that. Hey, now, <laughs> you know, go go do it. You know what? I mean, let's do world outline thing there. I mean, you know, they should. I, you know, I know whatever. It's it, it, it's. I've thought about um, writing proposals there, but honestly, some of the people that are on the board there are former students of mine. Oh, really. <laughs> It's really, yeah, it's um, kind of embarrassing in a way that I haven't, whatever, I don't know. <coughs> what if they turn me down? I mean, Jay Rosen, I think, applies all the time and has never gotten one. Uh, Scott Rosenberg, I don't know if you know him, he he applied for one. He got it. He's the kind of guy who, when he puts in these kinds of apps, gets these things. Hmm. And I think he got like $350,000. Well, I'm, 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 I already had it on my list. I'm like, hey, you want to help? Go get us a million dollar grant. How awesome would that be? Well, just the fact that we're talking about it means that it would never happen. Ah, <laughs> you are so skeptical. I gotta say, I gotta say, it's not for people like you and me. Okay, it's not. Mm. You'll you'll have a great story for your show, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> It'll really fit. In hey, if I can fill ten minutes of time on the show, that's going to be great. Easily. Oh, maybe twenty. I don't know. <laughs> that's, it'll, it'll be worth it. <laughs> I think so, but they're going to take one look and say, no, 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 no. It has to be somebody with who's more serious, you know. Well, I you did point at something the other day. Uh, I guess the get get Rush Limbaugh sponsors to pull out of his show. Yeah, which yeah. shows you exactly why the model we're using for no agenda is 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 the right one because you know there's no way a show like that could exist if we had sponsors. You piss someone off and they go and you know if they go and get your sponsors and then you're done. You're off the air. That's, mm-hmm. how, that's how it works. I see. That's what you saw when you saw that. I saw. Let's get Rush Limbaugh off the air. Oh, what a, what a futile attempt! Please, that's not going to help. Never happen. Huh? Never. Really? No. Well, I mean, no, no. no. I think. Well, let's. I mean, this is like this is way. Up. Well, I think we're off topic. Yeah, here. but people would have to stop buying the products. That's that's the only right. way. Of course, and that would get them to go and. You even got certain people out there like Ariana Huffington. Um, now, the only thing people do is they change their Twitter icon to black. That's about the extent of uh, uh, of social movement we can achieve in today's era. I hate to say it. Well, that's yeah, I I hear you on that. Um, I think those kind of demonstrations are pointless. Uh, <coughs> but maybe you're right. I mean, I think some of them have already pulled out though. So, 
I mean, it's already had some impact. I mean, yeah. uh, and then, you know, you got people, it's not all economics. I mean, you got Ariana Huffington, who is very important at AOL and also probably somebody that, you know, if, if AOL were out at it and they are a sponsor, um, I think she'd have a hard time explaining why she supports that, you know? Not true. Well, I, I, I live off a, off a different grid anyway. Yeah, well, no, I think you've got a great grid. I think that's the way to go. I yeah. mean, yeah, well, I mean, the way I see it is what you've done is uh, sort of extrapolated out. It's like, okay, here's the, here's the capability of this uh, medium, and I'm just going to see if I can grow something in it without being untrue to the way it is. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, and I think that, that saying that you're going to build something based on advertising is, you know, um, it's untrue to the way it is. I yep. mean, you know, it's like trying to fight air pollution by driving a car. It just <laughs> doesn't work. And, <laughs> and, and right on, and right on for Zay Frank. I'm so, I, I'm so happy. It's chillingly amazing. How yeah. Well, I, I got the link through your feed and I tweeted it and I, I, I gave him $55 and 10 cents. Which we Where did that number come from? Uh, double nickels on the dime. It's just a, just huh. a, just a number. Okay. And uh, and you know, and I was like, oh, you know, and at this point he had like four thousand or something. Yeah. And I look back like two days later, he's got a hundred grand. <laughs> <laughs> like right on. That's good. I always enjoyed yeah, his really, show. I mean, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing there. But lo- like- but look at it. It's but it's only from quote only from four thousand people. I know, yeah. So this is what really, it really shows you the power. Totally. And he, he'll do very good things with it. I yeah, mean, he'll, I'm sure he'll do a fantastic And the show. thing you can be sure of that, you know, it won't be, um, you know, like, it won't be like the kind of entertainment that, you know, the entertainment industry produces. No. It, it'll, it'll be, you know, un, um, it won't be, you know. It won't be junk. It'll be interesting. It'll be this. Yeah, it'll be. It's people see value in what he does, and they know what he does, and that's why they will be him. It up. Yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was great. Now it made me want to do it. <laughs> really, I mean, that was totally the feeling I got. Is that what's wrong? Why can't I mean? I have to be able to put together a proposal that's as interesting as that. I think you can. Yeah. No, I do too. I mean. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about that. So, all right, fifty minutes. Yeah, that's two, and um, and then we'll, and we do get to test out the new editorial system, see if it actually does pick up the change when you post this. So. Ah, yeah. So the, it was it was interesting because, uh, of course, if you go to podcast.worldoutline.org, you are immediately sent to the feed, mm-hmm. and uh, and I tweeted uh, a link both. Well, I. Uh, tweeted a link both to the file and to the feed. And it's so interesting to see people then email me. Well, I look at that link and where's the iTunes button? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Yeah, I'm not even. That's where it is. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm not even answering that. Are you suggesting we ought to put an iTunes button in there? No. Oh, good. Absolutely not. What's iTunes? What iTunes? What's that? Yeah. Well, (laughs) iTunes doesn't run on Ubuntu. Sorry, I don't know what it is anymore. I like that. Yeah. 
I still can't believe you're actually able to run the OPML editor there. It's kicking ass. I, I you know, it's it's working. Well, you know, if we do a, a Kickstarter thing, okay, maybe one of the things that we offer as a premium is a fully configured, um, you know, netbook with Ubuntu and all the software you need pre-installed to communicate with the world outline server. The only thing, I'm, well, on a, yeah, a netbook with the, the only thing I'm worried about is I'll never be able to replicate this install. It'll never be stable again. You know, I've only done it once. So I'm, um, what do you mean? You mean, huh? Well, I, I saw Dave Jones had. He was doing a server, though. Oh, you, you didn't do a server. I tried a server. I couldn't get the server to work. So that's why Dave Jones hit the, hit the problem. Mm-hmm. Well, so how about, okay, at some point I'm going <coughs> to do this, but not yet. Well, I have, I have to get to like 1.0 on the world outline. That's my only thing I'm worried about right now. All right. Well, that's good. Right? Does that sound right? That I mean, sounds good. Yeah, I'm there. And I think Radio 2 is basically at 1.0 now anyway. I mean, um, it's, you know. It's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it works. It's, it doesn't need anything right now. I mean, I, I would like to get the counting back in there, you know, because we lost that when we lost Ajax. Oh, that um so I'll just bring back my idea that I had uh, for anyone out there who's listening. Uh, I don't know if it can do counting, but for URL shortcuts, using an Amazon bucket is definitely a, a way to go. I thought you were going to do something with that. Um, I think you said... Um, I think you should be able to do something with that. It's really low tech. Okay. You want me to look at it? I mean, I need a warm-up project anyway, so... Well, Maybe I'll take a look at that. Ha, yeah, so you know the concept is kind of what Ajax was doing of dropping no, the backup is what they were yeah doing. the backup yeah dropping little files into a bucket and the, and that's how you basically get your shortcuts and then you just make a really short URL point to your bucket and and you're good to go you know you don't get you don't get counts but at least you're not reliant upon actually stuff. there's no reason you can't get counts I'm I'm and sure I'll we tell can. you what is even better is you could probably put, um, I think he had uh, Google, uh, uh, what do they call the stats thing? Um, uh, analytics? Yeah, Google Analytics. I think he had Google Analytics in his thing. Oh, really? Uh-huh. What it's, I, just a, it's just a web page. What I like yeah. about it is, you know, you can then basically, you've got a copy of all your your, your shortened URLs. You know? And you have to keep a server running, and, and if they decide to shut it down, yeah. you're okay. you got you got your copies, and you throw it, throw it somewhere else. Yeah, it was a great system. Great, It was a fantastic idea. There's really nothing to it. I mean, I'll, I'll take a look at it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that was number three. It's a wrap. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon, Dave. Thanks, Adam. Bye. All right. Bye.